Welcome to the People of Packaging Podcast, brought to you by Specrite. Specrite wants you to envision a world without waste. Join the movement at specrite.com backslash PKG. Hey, that's right. It's another episode of the People of Packaging Podcast. I'm your host with the Holy Ghost, the Packaging Pastor, Adam Peak. You can find me on TikTok at Packaging Pastor or on LinkedIn. Just search for my name, Adam Peak. Wanted to talk real quickly about a new sponsor for our podcast, Spark Packaging. Are you sick and tired of the same positions at your plant constantly being open or just not being filled? Maybe your facility just isn't retaining talent due to not having dedicated recruitment support. If you need contract to hire support, or you are looking to hire directly for industry professionals, Spark Packaging can help. Spark Packaging is the industry partner who provides all your recruitment and staffing needs. And and basically, listen, we all know we need a lot of that right now. If you're one of those people hearing this and thinking, hey, wait a second, that's me then you can go to sparkpackaginginc.com backslash hiring. Once again, that's sparkpackaginginc.com backslash hiring and answer some of their questions. Once received, a Spark team member will reach out ASAP. And hey, if you get there, just tell them that I sent you. That would be awesome. Thanks so much. And let's get to this next episode. All right, everyone, we are live here on the interwebs. Uh, I am joined by my uh, live streaming Weenus Lube sidekick, uh, AJ Peak, and also the chief executive dude of Dude Products, Sean Riley. And I am so excited for this. Uh, so let me just tee this up real quick, and I'm going to let you guys do your whole introduction and everything. But um, so I'm on a flight, and I, I didn't. I didn't certainly there are flights from Chicago to Toronto. Like, why am I flying to New York and then New York to Buffalo and then driving over? Right. Like I was, and I'm like, wait a second. I think there's a reason I'm on this flight and we discovered it. (laughs) So I ran into Sean, uh, on, on that flight from, uh, pack expo to, uh, New York and we had an awesome chat on. So it's kind of a dead giveaway, right? You know, but maybe there are fans who knows, (laughs) Who knows? So uh, I'm I'm stoked to be joined uh, by Sean and AJ, and we're talking about uh, what AJ's doing. And Sean was like, "Man, let's jump on. Let's let's do this." So, uh, Sean, why don't you do a quick introduction of yourself, and I'll have AJ introduce himself, and he's got a few questions, and we'll have a chat. Sure, sounds good. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Adam. And uh, yeah, like Adam said, Sean Riley, so chief executive dude of Dude Products, and um, we're famously known for dude wipes. So a uh, better way to go to the bathroom, you know, we're kind of spreading dude wipes throughout uh, the country instead of toilet paper and disrupting that kind of big stale space. And we've been doing it for about 10 years now. Um, but just some guys who started uh, putting together out of their apartment, you know, one step at a time, year over year, getting more dude wipes out there in people's hands and doing all sorts of fun stuff with our brand. So just the story of kind of being disruptive and consistent and authentic is, uh, is kind of the dude wipes uh, story of, of some buddies who, you know, took a shot and got an idea out there. And now we got a big, uh, big, beautiful company uh, with a lot of distribution across the country, Walmart, Target, Amazon, you know, all those 
find retailers where toilet paper is sold, Dude Wipes is trying to be. I love it. I, and you obviously, you've got a really fun brand. Um, what was the story where you had a, uh, you had, it was, wasn't a billboard in Chicago or something like that. I, I, I can't, I can't remember what it was, but there was some like LinkedIn posts that you put up about like just some of your kind of like rebel advertising that you do around your brand. I, the voice is, is super fun and it's exciting. So I, I don't remember exactly what it was. I should have looked it up, but uh, yeah, at least- a lot, a lot of those things we put out there. Uh, like those billboards are meant to kind of like disrupt reality and get people to stop and talk. Cause that's what you really got to do these days to get people's attention. And, you know, we out the gate, you know, even when we didn't have a lot of sales, we always said the dude wipes brand was going to be completely different than what was out there, you know, which was Charmin with, you know, uh, bears and stuff like that. And none of it just felt like real, like this is not how real people talk about, you know, going to the bathroom. This is not, you know, really authentic way to talk about it. And we said, we're going to be these guys who will kind of say whatever we want. And so that's how our marketing manifests itself. And and a lot of people really appreciate that, you know? It's awesome. Well, the other uh, face you see here is, uh, as you can tell, this is AJ, is this your first appearance on my podcast? Uh, For sure. Your podcast. Yeah, that's not true. Uh, you made no you made you made some beats for, yeah, but, for the yeah but i didn't finish it okay okay we're still working on it we're still working <laughs> on it uh so i've got i've got aj peak here aj why don't you uh why don't you introduce yourself to the world well i'm aj um i lived in utah for like four years and i play basketball i like making music hanging out with friends that kind of stuff and um now me and my dad started this company weenus lube and uh, just hoping to get kind of get it out there. Yeah, we want people to keep their hand cream off their weenuses. And uh, <laughs> is that one going to stick? I don't know if that was going to stick. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, you know, and, and like I was saying, Sean, when I so AJ is the oldest of five for us. So I have five kids and, and, and yeah. just just one wife. And when I I had this idea for my kids, like when they got into high school. Like, man, I want to challenge them to like learn about entrepreneurship, like start a company, even if it fails, right? Like that's totally yeah. fine. We're not, we're, we're not chasing dreams. We're learning like economics and, you know, cap table and marketing and supply chain and all that stuff that doesn't typically get taught in school. And, uh, and so AJ and I were just talking about one and, uh, we, we were talking about the word weenus <laughs> It just came up where I was, I was like, Hey, like I work in the packaging industry. I'm like, I know people can make this and we could have a lot of fun. And he wanted to get a TikTok channel. So I said, this is the only, this is the only way. Uh, and then Weenus Lube, uh, Weenus Lube was born, huh? Weenus Lube the was idea, born. The idea of Weenus Lube was born. I think that's kind of the whole, you know, purpose of what you guys are learning. Like, what does it take to go from the idea to the product? And there's, so many valuable steps and lessons, you know, along the way to when you get that first order of, of weenus lube that you can actually sell. Like I always tell people that's when the magic started with dude wipes is when the product arrived. Mm. And, and that doesn't mean the idea phase wasn't fun. And, and then there's a lot of hard work, you know, that, to find a manufacturer, design the packaging, like all this stuff. But until you got it in your hands and you can start seeing other people's reactions and selling it to other people. Like 
that's uh, a whole nother phase of learning um, that, uh, so, so yeah, I think it's a super cool and valuable uh, project that you guys are doing together and it'll teach you much more than you can learn in a classroom because it's just, uh, you got to get everything done and, and actualized, you know, in this uh, way you guys are going about it. Yeah, no, it's it's certainly fun. And we we uh, we've got the labels getting printed now, but we did a little mock up. Yeah. So this is the first this is the uh, the first little shot of our of our mock up of the of Weenus Lube. So actually, my buddy Kirk Visola, shout out to Kirk. I got his hoodie on. He did the branding for it. Um, and it just, you could, it's like the two elbows forming the yeah, W let's look and, at that again. I love that double it, elbows, sure. uh, W logo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it was super Genius. fun. It was super fun going through that with Kirk. Uh, just that process of like creating a brand and, you know, it's hard and Kirk's one of the preeminent brand, uh, brand people in CPG. So that was super fun we'll do with him hey we get like we get live comments that's why i like doing this for fun uh or, or i like doing it live because we get people who can jump and interact so uh, my friend jared spencer says what a time to be alive just wanted to say thanks for sponsoring the greatest athlete of our generation i'm assuming sean he's talking to you because weenus lube has yet to sponsor an athlete <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I don't know which athlete he's talking about but uh yes yeah, so i'm assuming he is talking to us maybe uh <laughs> Maybe our Jared. NASCAR driver, maybe our golfer Harry Higgs, or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let us know, Jared. Which who who are we talking about here? Um, did you guys sponsor uh, one of the eating? Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Eaters? So we sponsored Joey Chestnut too. Who there is, it is? Who is a goat? Um, so you might be talking about Joey, and and that's a that's a really fun one, you know, to do for us because it's talking about, you know, everyone's wondering, oh, Joey eats all these chicken wings, these hot dogs, what happens afterwards? And he's able to go on his TikToks and we make YouTube videos and stuff behind the eating. Like, okay, well, what, what happens afterwards? Joey's going to tell the story and he uses dude wipes and sponsored by dude wipes. So if I'm wearing my Venus lube hat, it's kind of like, you know, what, what people could have problems with their, uh, dry elbows, you know, what kind of, uh, professionals uh sports people or whatever gamers. gaming yeah yeah there you go yeah they got the elbows on the gaming chairs and they need to lube them up so maybe we need to try and get ninja or something like that you know yeah that's great <laughs> uh looks looks like we got so jared uh, jared said he was it was talking about joey uh we got some we got some people coming in strong for chicago matt heller says shout out to chicago nope, and, appreciate uh, you, Matt. And Richard dropped a love my dude wipes and so do my three boys. So that's uh, that's always fun. I, these these are fun to do record like record them and then you know you can if you mess up you can go back. But it's so much more fun to interact with people online. So uh, keep the comments coming, keep the questions coming. Uh, real quick, so I just wanted to drop uh, a, a quick little shout out to uh, one of my one of my newer sponsors actually for my content, which is crazy to me that people like want to sponsor packaging content, but never in my wildest dreams that I think that would be a thing. Uh, but this is from uh, my friends over at Formic. They say, are you having trouble finding reliable labor for your packaging process? It may sound like sci-fi, but one company's filling open jobs with robot workers. Formic is a, oh, Chicago-based robotics company. That's crazy. Uh, so you and Matt and whoever the other Chicago people are. Uh, that builds, deploys, and services automation systems for case packing, palletizing, and more, all for one hourly fee and zero capital investment. Check them out. 
Uh, robots by the hour at formic.co f o r m i c.co there we go uh that, that's important stuff aj you know when when this weenus lube is really scaling and you're slanging truckloads at a time you know you're gonna want those bots packing them up and uh palletize them all that save yourself some uh some operating uh margin there but that's, I love that's it. for another day, right? That's for another day. Let's get there. Let's go. I want, yeah, yeah. I want to be contacting Formic. Like, hey, guys, what do I do? Yeah, what, we, right. got, we got all these pallets we got to get out to. <laughs> we can't keep to... up. We need the bots. I know. It's going to be great. Uh, so AJ, uh, I had I'd given him, this is, his first, this is his first live like interview or time with someone. And I think it's really cool because, Sean, you've been such a, uh, an inspiration and a big part of why weenus lube kind of became a thing like you sort of you guys kind of paved the way right for fun energetic you're not the only one right but like fun energetic products for like male grooming right you're like yeah let's let's attack this channel and let's make it fun let's make it quirky uh and and that was i kept saying to him i was like it'll be just like dude wipes and uh he's like yeah yeah yeah, we'll do that so yeah yeah um so so aj did you have uh, a couple of questions that you wanted to ask sean uh yeah so my first one was what gave you the inspiration for creating dude wipes yeah so our inspiration was kind of you know necessity is the mother of all invention sort of story so we were guys living in an apartment after college and you know i was buying all sorts of toiletries for the apartment paper towels toilet paper one time i picked up a bunch of baby wipes threw them all in the bathrooms and kind of noticed that guys were flying through them and you know some of us had used them before some of us hadn't used them before but once anybody started using them you know they got hooked like we saw that habit like sort of forming because it is a it's obviously a cleaner way to to go to the bathroom like a wet thing gets you cleaner than a dry thing so that was sort of the like light bulb aha moment of well why doesn't really anything like this exist. Like the, a few of the toilet paper brands had their own flushable wipes, but it was a very stale space. Um, and we kind of landed on the fact that, you know, nobody was doing it, like you said, Adam, in a fun way. No one was talking to men at all. Um, so we're here, here we were just a couple knuckleheads from the outside with, you know, zero experience in CPG or manufacturing or retail or anything. You know, we really started, and I feel like you guys too with Weenus Lube, like we really started to get fixated on the brand. Like we knew we had to find a manufacturer and get a good product out, but we were like, you know, this brand has just got to be fun and different and, um, you know, kind of modern looking. And so, you know, Dude Wipes was honestly, you know, one of the first names that came to mind. And we just kind of stuck with it and rode with it. And, then started designing like the packaging and the brand, honestly, to be fun. You know, like we had like jokes on our first round of packaging when you flipped over the box and, you know, it was uh, almost like Bazooka Joe kind of style. So yeah, that, like we were very like brand first, just like we wanted this to embody us. We were just a couple, you know, guys around an apartment have been friends for a long time. So you know how you are with your friends. Like you'll say whatever, like yeah. you'll joke around with your friends. And we were like, brands don't talk like that, but you know, what do we got to lose? Let's build a brand like Dude Wipes that does talk, you know, like you and your buddies talk and mm -hmm. and hope people would appreciate that. And like, 
it doesn't sound like that radical of an idea, um, but it was pretty differentiated at the time that anybody was, you know, A, we were, we were doing something different with the product and the usage, like you guys, you know, like, and, and that's what I always try to preach to people, like unique differentiation, like, can you, what can you start selling that no one's really selling the exact same thing or not selling it the same way? And for us, it was butt wipes sold with a fun brand and for men, we're just, nobody was doing that in the world, right? And that uh, can be a powerful position to start in. Then you got to build on it and learn and tweak and evolve from there. But if you start from like a really unique position, uh, it gives you a lot of benefits. So yeah, just 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 dudes sitting around developing dude wipes and uh, trying to keep it real, you know. I nice. Love that. Yeah. Um, second question: Did you start seeing major growth before going on Shark Tank? Um, yes. You know, major growth for us was doubling the company every year. So, you know, the first year, literally, without much experience at all, we did 125 grand. And, uh, you know, to us, we can remember like breaking the hundred grand mark was like, wow, you know, it was kind of like mind blowing. Like, you know, we sold a hundred grand worth of dude wipes this year. And, you know, how crazy is that? Like we didn't even sell any the year before, you know? Um, so then the next year, um, so that was 2013, our first kind of full year. Then the next year we sold like 250 grand. So it was like, wow, we sold twice as many dude wipes this year. And like, that's all we were trying to do, you know, because we didn't have investors and just kind of like, can we double sales? Can we double sales? And then we roll into um, the third year. So that's 2015, the year we're on Shark Tank. And the business is picking up momentum in the beginning of the year. You know, uh, we were on our product was on the Fantasy Factory with uh, Rob and Big Black. Um, did like a fun skit on it in January. So that kind of blew our minds in the beginning of the year. And then in springtime, we got a deal with Kroger to kind of roll out in the toilet paper aisles nationwide as our Amazon business was growing. That was enough data to get, you know, someone in Cincinnati from Kroger interested enough who wanted to like take a risk. So we knew we were going to have a good year because, you know, we finally got our first toilet paper, you know, deal over two years into the business somebody actually took us up on our you know plan besides just internet sales so and then before we roll out into kroger we get on shark tank so we shoot it in the summer um but shark tank doesn't actually air until october so yeah we're we're on pace to have our first like million dollar year kind of before shark tank hits so we're going from 250 grand a year to a million dollars a year in that you know 2015, which, uh, is, is huge growth for a bootstrapped company. And we're just, you know, barely scraping along, reinvesting every dollar back in inventory and figuring out, you know, this whole Kroger thing. And then shark tank hits in October, we get a shitload of sales on our website. It kind of blows up that night. Amazon, you know, um, goes crazy. A couple of retailers come out of the woodworks. Now they're saying, oh, we'll give dude wipes a shot, you know, so we get into like 80 targets and, you know, all that good stuff. And uh, we made $1.5 million that year. So, you know, 5X year, 250 grand, 1.5 million. Um, 
you know, but, but Shark Tank definitely helped like boost the end of that Q4, like threw some rocket fuel on it. Uh, but, but we do always say like that Kroger picking up dude wipes, that was our first like retailer validating us that gave us uh, a real customer outside of Amazon. Hey, real quick. We got some, we got some people jumping in here. Uh, a people of packaging alum. I think it's probably what he's most famous for. Also, he's got a great company. Mark Samuels watching live oh, here. Oh, Mark's tuning in. Yeah. What's up? That's Mark's got it. Uh, you guys have uh, I want organics or I want organics on in your in your corporate office, right? I saw a video the other day of you like, re, yeah, yeah, like refilling do. some stuff. Mark's been nice enough to send us some, and and I told him we're going to reorder on our own now because like like he preaches, that's what you got to do to support entrepreneurs. You got to order their products, um, yeah. but no, I, it's fantastic tasting stuff and it's healthy. And and I'm not joking when it shows up at the office. People just crunch it down and it's gone. It's so, gone. Uh, no, then, yeah, we, we love the snacks. We love the puffs and the crisps and everything. Yeah, thanks, Mark, for for jumping in. And then uh, LinkedIn user uh, says, uh, brand creation, dudes developing stuff for dudes. Adam, uh, great your boys getting to understand all this. Uh, yeah, it's, it's one of my sincere joys in life is being able to uh, be a conduit of information not just to my kids but also to other people in the industry cpg packaging they're all kind of related for sure so it's it's been fun thanks everyone for uh for chiming to keep the comments coming um sean uh, i've got we've only got a few more minutes here uh because I, I try to keep these around like 25 minutes people get bored hearing me talk about packaging so yeah, I, yeah. I know i know i know my lane i thought um, we were gonna go like a joe rogan like three hour uh one here Oh no! I, see, we moved. We were we were living in Colorado at the time, so maybe if we were in Colorado, where where people tend to be enjoying the fruits of legalized uh, uh, stuff in in Colorado, that's probably how those conversations go for three hours. But uh, no, we're here and we're here in the great state of Utah, and we love it here. Uh, so I I'm kind of curious about from like a packaging angle. I think you've you've probably iterated a little bit, but being you said you're brand new to CPG uh, when you kind of first started out, was it surprising to you how difficult it was to nail the packaging? Or did you have like, you found a contract manufacturer, somebody's going to turnkey it and they're like, we already got this nailed. We've got the film, we've got the closure, we got the box. Like we just need you to get your branding on it. How was that for you kind of when you first started out? And do you find that you're perpetually learning about the role that packaging plays, not just in the brand, but also in the the structure, getting something from point A to point B. Yeah. I mean, when we got started, it was sort of the contract manufacturer, you know, we didn't have the luxury or capital to like do something that unique, but we just specified, you know, cause we started with the individually wrapped dude wipes that fit in your pocket. So we we're like, Hey, we want 30 of these in a box because there's 30 days in a month and we think a guy will need one every day. And, you know, we want the box to flip open so they could grab them up top. So, you know, we got some samples back and forth of just like white chipboard boxes. Um, you know, the, the wipes, you know, they, they source the film and, and the white material and the boxes and all that. So packaging, you know, we just worked with what we could. I think now we try and get more unique with packaging that we have scale and like what materials can we source and can we make this more environmentally friendly and can we make the form factor more unique and stuff 
but out the gate, it was more of an art project, you know, like what, what do you got that we can use? And then, um, yeah, I, I did our first packaging on illustrator with just, you know, I had a little AutoCAD experience in high school, but just kind of, you know, started placing things places. And, you know, so that was definitely, uh, an interesting, you know, when that first package showed up, oh, this is how this printed out and this is how this looks. And that's always, even when we launch a new product today, that's always a super fun moment, like rip it open that first box off the production line and seeing how this stuff actually came out versus, you know, your proofs and your, and your digital stuff. Um, but yeah, and then our stuff has evolved every step of the way. So it's like no perfect products, just launch, learn, iterate, you know, all of that, we, we still try and, uh, you know, go by that mantra. We've put out packagings that have had uh, spelling errors on them. And we're just like, ah, eh, well, we'll fix it next time. You know, yeah. <laughs> no one's going to notice. <laughs> like, uh, so yeah, uh, we're just all about executing and like moving forward, you know? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Kind of, uh, go, go fast and, uh, and I don't know, what was the phrase I've heard? Go fast and break stuff. I wouldn't say we're, yeah. we're quite there. Like AJ and I, how long have we been working on this AJ for like two years, I think. That's when yeah. the idea started. And then for like a year, we've been kind of like, you know, getting Weenus Loot, like the domain and everything. Yeah. Trademarks and yeah, trademarks. all all the stuff. Manufacturing. Uh, and where you guys getting different lubes and rubbing them on your elbows and kind of say, okay, that one. You know. I will say it does work. I have yeah. tried it. <laughs> yeah. He was, we got, we got a whole bunch of like, uh, like a, a, a trial run once we decided and he took it to school and he was like, here put this, put this on your weenus. <laughs> <laughs> it was, when, is, uh, when is the first round arrive? Uh, so as of today, as of this recording on November 8th, uh, also it's election day. Hope, uh, I hope everyone went out and voted. I just realized that. Uh, so the, uh, the labels are getting printed. Uh, all the ingredients are at the, um, the contract manufacturer up in Idaho. And so we'll get the labels over to them and, um, so we're gonna have to label the tubes. We can't, we, we're not quite at the scale to, you know, pre-decorate the tubes. So right, AJ right. and I will head up and watch the first batch of 750 tubes get made and labeled. And then they'll sit in our house and we're gonna, we got some pre-orders going and we're gonna fill pre-orders, our whole crew of seven and <laughs> get about the door. <laughs> Sweet. No, that, that'll be awesome. That'll be awesome to see it getting made and and get those first batches and start selling them and then start seeing what people think too. I think that's the, that's the biggest thing to pay attention to when you launch, people are always like asking us, like, how do you, how do you know what to do next? Or how do you know what people like or what they don't like? People just tell you, like, once you start selling, you know, if the reviews are good, you know, you got a winner and don't mess with it that much. If the reviews suck, like, you know, you have a loser, and how do we go to the drawing board? What do we need to improve? Or right. do we need to like take the thing out back and shoot it, you know? But like people will just straight up tell you on reviews. And that's why I always preach like e-commerce launches, just launch, especially on Amazon, launch, get the reviews. And that will tell you everything where the big corporations get stuck in these research groups and all of that. And like, there's just nothing better than the feedback from a consumer who made a purchase. Like they're going to tell you, they're going to tell you everything you need to know. So I just say like, AJ, just be listening and don't, um, don't take anything too much to heart. Like 
I remember those first bad dude wipes reviews, you know, and I felt like my girlfriend dumped me or something like, <laughs> you know, you, you take them to heart and you're like, man, I worked so hard on this thing. And someone just ripped it a new asshole and said, you know, this is the stupidest idea I've ever heard of. And these didn't work and yada, yada, yada. But so and then you made a million dollars and we're like, well, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Who's, who's laughing now? Um, but, you know, yeah, take that stuff, uh, you know, with a grain of salt on the negative stuff, listen for the product improvements and everything, and then look at the positive feedback and just, you know, iterate on it. All right. We got a couple of comments and, and one uh, more question here. So my friend up in uh, Toronto, Brandon says, great conversation. AJ, don't be afraid to take risks and have fun building the brand. We are going to have some fun, but uh, yeah. it's... It's uh, right now that money is coming from mom and dad's checking account. So let's, uh, <laughs> Brandon, you want us to write some checks? No. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then uh, my friend, Hugh, uh, Hugh is great. Uh, he's with um, uh, Butternut Mountain Farms. He, he's been participating in these for a while. Uh, says the same thing. Smooth weenuses for all. And uh, we had a question come in for you, Sean. Uh, for a new entrepreneur, what trait would you say is most beneficial in achieving success and accomplishing goals? Yeah, I mean, I think the it all starts with the mindset, right? So like you got to have like a mindset where you believe in yourself and that you are going to figure it out and and accomplish, you know, what you set out to do. And that doesn't mean that like the idea is a winner, like your first idea could be a loser or it could need work or whatever but it's that mindset that like i'm gonna go out there and figure these things out and i'm just like hell or high water i'm gonna be successful is a tough mindset to have when you haven't like done things and figured them out but you kind of need to have that like blind faith that you're going to keep iterating and figuring it out so you start with that and then you just layer on consistency and you don't give up um, because then the longer you're playing this game with that mindset, the more you're going to learn. And, and uh, you know, people can even have that like confident mindset. But if they give up too early, they don't give themselves enough time, you know, to learn and figure everything out. So, um, yeah, you know, they say eight out of 10 businesses fail. But I say eight out of 10 entrepreneurs give up because there's always where well, there's a will, there's a way. And even if your idea has to change, if your brand has to change. If you got to move from weenus lube to foot lube, you know what I mean? Like there's always a way to take what you've learned and kind of, you know, build it into something mm. else. Yeah, I, I have, I was going to look for it. I've got a, uh, a, my friend, Andrea Hardiman here. She's an artist and she made this like Lauren Hill silhouette. And it's got the quote from uh, one of her songs from the Miseducation of Lauren Hill. How are you going to win if you ain't right within that idea that, you know, if, if you start with like this resolved idea of like, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm going to accomplish this thing. Right. Then, yeah, you kind of have to, what's Bruce Lee say? Like, you got to be like water, you know, you got to kind of move and shake and, and yep. stick and move and all that stuff. But uh, that's a great point. Eight out of 10 entrepreneurs give up um, for sure. AJ, did you have any more questions for the man, the myth, the legend, the dude? Um, yeah, just kind of one about like selling. Would you say it's more effective to sell like online or like in store? Or like, yeah. like, where do you see like, you know, people buying it more? Yeah, out the gate, 
you know, guys like us who kind of start start from the bottom and are just figuring it out. Oh, um, that was the thing. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. That was the. <laughs> there you go. Online is your best friend out, out the gate there because you you don't have these gatekeepers or retailers who aren't interested in things that ha don't have some sort of track record yet. So you really got to start that business online. And then again, like I said, it's the feedback machine. So it's helping you get the product right and all of that. So don't be in a rush to be in retail, but then once you've figured out that you have product market fit, your quality's there, you've tweaked everything, then you want to start, you know, going to applicable retailers. Um, but, you know, now over 50% of our business is in, you know, brick and mortar traditional retail. Um, so yeah, I always recommend people like attack that D to C attack Amazon, both of those right out the gate and just make sure, you know, everything's right. We wasted a lot of time early on trying to talk to retailers when we should have been focusing more online because we were like, you know, we got to get in front of Walgreens. They're going to love this dude wipes idea. And, and you get in front of them and they're like, guys, like doesn't even have any sales. Like right, how right. did you even get this meeting, you know? Um, so yeah, don't try and get in there too early because more like your energy is just better focused on perfecting the product and selling online. But then there will be a natural progression where you need, you know, like our Kroger story where you need that first retailer to take a shot with you. And then you start taking that whole other learning curve of brick and mortar, but you could spend, you know, easily two years just growing too, um, and ideating and perfecting online. I love it. Uh, my first job out of college, I was the overnight assistant manager at a Walgreens. So I could have helped you out there a little bit, but that was, <laughs> that was 2002. So maybe, maybe not quite, <laughs> quite then, uh, AJ, you already got your second, uh, you already got your second product. Uh, Weenus scrub and uh, Hugh's got an angle on some maple sugar as a scrub. So, huh. yeah, interesting. Exfoli yeah, exfoliate that Weenus and then lube it. Oh yeah, Weenus exfoliation followed <laughs> by a nice Weenus lube would be great. And uh, I think I think we can wrap it up here with uh, uh, starting from the bottom. Nice fellas. I, I last, that was last idea. Maybe like a website only Weenuses, where it's just like pictures of Weenuses and. Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe people be into that and sponsored by weenus loop or something like a weenus <laughs> social media is that what yeah yeah like an wow, only fans but totally. for weenuses <laughs> <laughs> we put the we in weenus yeah yeah oh i you love it be disappointed when they get on only weenuses and it's all elbows <laughs> but uh at least you started some conversation you know oh man that's great uh well uh so first, let's go to AJ. AJ, how do people uh, pre-order Weenus Lube? You can go to weenuslube.com and order, what is it, a, six, a 16 ounce? It's what eight is, ounce. Eight ounce, eight ounce. You can order two, and that would be two. <laughs> 16. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, that, would be, that would be awesome. And, and Sean, how do people get uh, more from, you have dude products now, so we spent so much time talking about dude wipes, but you have, you have like products that you've got, right? Yeah, yeah. We got a couple other products. We've been cutting more stuff than we've been launching, though, really refocusing in on dude wipes. Um, but we got some other fun products like a dude bomb. So we say before you drop a bomb, drop a dude bomb, and you throw that in the toilet, and it creates the odor barrier, and it's a little uh, dissolving pod. So 
that's a fun new one from us that people are liking. But yeah, we just say, you know, wherever, wherever you like to buy your toilet paper, um, we should be available for you for the most part. So, you know, Amazon, Walmart, Target, your local grocery store, check us out and, and support us wherever uh, you like to buy your stuff. I love it. Well, and thanks to everyone also for jumping in and making this a fun conversation. Hugh and uh, Brandon and Richard and Mark and Matt and Jared. That was that was super fun. Uh, appreciate y'all. Uh, Sean, can you hang on for like just a couple minutes after we wrap this thing up? I forgot to yeah, say yeah. that before beforehand. All right, cool. No doubt. Uh, well, thanks, everybody. Appreciate it. Uh, everyone go check out Dude Products, weenuslube.com. Uh, you can follow me at Packaging Pastor on TikTok or you sign up for my newsletter, packagingisawesome.com. Thanks, everyone. Hey, congrats. You made it to the end of the podcast. If you're looking for more great podcast material in the packaging industry, please check out Sustainable Packaging with Corey Connors and the newly redesigned Package Unboxed with Avelio Matos. Go find them wherever you listened to this podcast. Thanks, everybody.